Radio 77 WABC. A common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katsimatidis and Cats at Night on 77 WABC. Well, we're back, and with us today is Larry Kudlow. And boy, did we have a roller coaster ride in the markets and so many things going on Russia, Ukraine. Larry Kudlow, you're one of the experts. The, the people across the country are depending on you. What do you think is going on? Well, John, I think the the rally in the stock market, which started after President Biden's announcement yesterday on sanctions, um, the, the, the rally really is because his sanctions were easy, not severe. And also, I would add, uh, expectations about Fed policy are easy, not severe. So the economy is still going, and um, none of these issues are interrupting yet. They may. I don't approve at all of what Biden did. I think he made another major mistake helping Putin and hurting the Ukraine cause. But whatever I may think, the stock market breathed a sigh of relief that the sanctions weren't worse. Now, they may become worse, and I suspect they will become worse. But um, for the moment, what you got here was a relief rally. And, uh, well, it was up, what, 800 points? So something like that today, that's a big relief. Um... Yeah, and it actually, if you look at it, it was down 800 at one point yesterday. So it's really like a 1600 point plus move on the Dow. So it's yeah. a hell of a move. And well, the, you know, far yeah. be it for me uh, to damage anybody's portfolio. But uh, I'm just saying we still have a major inflation threat. The inflation numbers that came out today uh, were just as bad as expected uh, from the Fed's principal inflation target. And again, I think, you know, uh, the Biden administration continues to mishandle uh, the Ukraine story. I, I just want to make one point on the Ukraine story. What you have to do to stop Putin and his ambitions to, you know, damage America, destroy NATO, destroy the European Union, which is what he's really angling for. And he's not going to stop in the Ukraine. He's going to go elsewhere into Lithuania and the Baltics. But what has to be done here is two things. One of them is drill, drill, drill. Yep. In order to get the world oil price down, we have to step up our production of oil and natural gas and LNG exports, which we can do. But I will say this, the increase in oil prices in the last six to nine months uh, are benefiting. I mean, Putin made about $100 billion in profits to help finance his war. And point number two, we need to sanction Russia's central bank along with all of its commercial banks, then you can't, uh, all payments have to flow through the central bank and they will be deprived of any cash revenues. Um, you know, oil, gas, commodities like uh, wheat and other farm commodities, all that stuff is paid for in dollars. But, so ger- but Germany, Germany vetoed that. We don't. No, Germany didn't veto that. They gave uh, a condition that if they're going to go along with President Biden, that they cannot uh, take Russia off the uh, uh, that system. Larry, this is Pete King. If that's yeah. true, though, and I'm not sure John is wrong, me, doesn't that mean we're really abdicating wrong. to Russia and to Germany? 
I mean, no, Germany's going to have that kind of veto power. Going let, let, Larry, let Larry talk. Yeah. Let me, let me just finish the thought. Uh, I'm not talking about the SWIFT system, actually. Um, the SWIFT system is a uh, communication system. It's not a payment system. Um, it's not as important as a lot of people think. I'm talking about the strategy that the Trump administration employed with Iran. Uh, we sanctioned Iran's central bank, and we sanctioned Iran's commercial banks, and we also hosted secondary sanctions so other commercial banks couldn't do business. That's what we need to do. Germany doesn't hold any veto power. This is something we can do unilaterally. Uh, these would be U.S. sanctions, and they would be dollar-based sanctions. And the important point here is, as I said, uh, Russia's principal source of revenues are commodities, energy commodities and agriculture commodities. That's really all they do. So if we put sanctions, and now we've hit most of their commercial banks, but not all. If we complete it with sanctions on the central bank, that will stop their ability to sell goods, and that will stop their ability to reap any cash revenues, and that will hurt the war financing. So my point is a simple point. Stop financing Putin by shutting down our fossil fuel system and stop financing Putin by allowing his banking system to operate. You do that and you'll end his war goals. And that's what we need to do as soon as possible. Larry Kudlow, I used the wrong word in veto. I apologize. Uh, it wasn't a veto. It's a, it was condition that they're going along. And the other thing is we're still paying uh, – the United States is still paying uh, uh, Putin, uh, Russia, every day for the crude oil going into the Boston Harbor. What do you? Yeah, well, that's my. That, no, that's my. That's my first point. Is that uh, we need to drill more. We need to produce more oil, more natural gas, and more LNG exports. Biden has the story completely wrong. Uh, yesterday at his press conference again. He attacked the fossil fuel companies. That is stupid. The fossil fuel companies, who are the best in the world and make the cleanest energy in the world, are our savior. They are our solution. And they will take away, not only will they relieve pressure at the gasoline pump for Americans by producing more. I mean, we can go uh, into 14 to 15 million barrels per day in the next 18 months if Biden would let us. So far, Biden has put regulatory restrictions, pipelines, and new leasing on federal lands. It's crazy. So that's one source of cash going to Putin. We should stop that. The second source is we should stop transactions and payments. Now, I'm not talking about the SWIFT system, John. I'm saying direct sanctions on the Russian central bank along with their commercial banks, and you will do great damage to Putin's cash flow. And once you take away his financing, well, then you'll take away his war aid. Are you worried about the threats uh, Putin has made? What, Lydia, you remember, what did he actually said? If you do anything like that. Right, you'll see consequences the world has never seen before. Uh, Larry Kudlow also, Jen no, Psaki. No, let, me, let him answer the okay, question. Okay, okay, okay. Well, look, Putin says a lot of things. The question is, can he finance his threats? And the answer is, yeah. he can if we let him. So far, we have let him. But he can't well, if we maybe, prevent him. Maybe China's so backing him up. China doesn't have the—China can't help him because none, none of these 
commodities, uh, whether it's oil, gas, or agriculture, they're not priced in yuan. And the yuan is just a tiny fraction of the world's currency payment system. The dollar is like 90%. The yuan is like, I don't know, 1% to 2%. China has capital controls. So they can't help them on the financing. They can't help them on any of this. But if you, again, if you sanction their central bank, then they can't make any payments and they can't accept any payments. That's why I emphasize the financing. Now, I will say this. Regarding Putin's threat, I mean, I know a lot of national security people that I've spoken to in the last 48 hours who believe that if uh, after he gets done with Ukraine, he'll probably take over Kiev uh, in due course of the next 24, 48 hours. He'll wind up putting his own puppet guy in charge. Many people think his next target is going to be Lithuania. The Baltics are very, very vulnerable. And NATO needs to make a very clear statement that they will defend the Baltics, who are NATO members. So far, they have not made that statement, and the United States has not made that statement. Well, so, the minute we make that statement, the market will be down 5,000 points. The market may fall in the short run, but in the long run, uh, low taxes, low regulations, and low inflation will bring the markets back. I'm not worried about the markets. I mean, the markets are a function of long-run economic policy. Right now, economic policy is on the wrong track. Biden is spending and inflating and over-regulating, and he's doing damage to the economy. But the cavalry's coming. We're going to retake Congress come November, and we'll start to slowly straighten out the economic policies when we take the White House in 2024. What I am worried about is letting this crazy maniac, Vladimir Putin, uh, letting him loose to destroy um, knowledge. It's just not about the Ukraine. Putin is trying to damage the United States. He's trying to break up the European Union. He's trying to break up NATO. These things have to be stopped. Nations sovereignty has to be protected. There has to be a rule of law in international politics and activities. And we can't let Putin get away with this. Now, that's tricky business, but I'm just saying we're business people, economics people, go after his finances. You stop his finances, you will either slow him down or you'll stop him. Larry Kudlow, thank you so much for uh, your wisdom. <laughs> and, and, and no, look, you 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 have been more right than uh, wrong, and I think you're right in a lot of respects. And uh, uh, God bless you, and uh, have a great weekend. Thank you, John. Thanks to everybody. Take thank care. You. And uh, don't forget to say his show on Sunday when his show is. His show, Larry Kudlow's on every Saturday morning from 10 to 1. And I look forward every Saturday morning to listening to Larry Kudlow on WABC Radio.com, uh, on uh, 77 WABC on your iPhone, and on 770 on your AM dial. And um, let's take a break. And when we come back. We're going to have a report about Russia, how the Russians are feeling about everything from Kato Hechenov. He's the head of the Russian Heritage Foundation.